Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Gulp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Thursday. Welcome to your life. The show gives you life, at least I hope. At least a little spark, something. You know, I enjoy doing it. Um, this is my third year. Um, let's see, I started in July 2017. So uh, in a couple months, it'll be my third uh third anniversary of being married to mad love and subsequently to y'all um you know so much going on you got the coronavirus um with varying degrees of uh (laughs) alarm about it people are just over it and it's warm outside now and people don't want to be cooped up i get it just be smart work on your immune system eat real food i've heard other medical experts say that but I'm not a medical expert. I'm just a person who survived a really scary health uh, situation. And, you know, that situation was remedied by uh, a a complete rehaul of my life, my attitude, uh, the quality of the food I ate, uh, exercise, being dedicated to uh, a regimen, a health regimen. And, uh, you know, getting rid of people or compartmentalizing people in situations that caused me stress. Um, I just chose myself first. And I think you have to do that too, all the time, not just when Corona's around. And um, I think there were some very key missteps early on and it happened this way and it didn't have to, we were never going to contain the virus but there could have been things done like not pretending it wasn't happening like pretend not pretending it was happening that would have been a good start but uh you know here we are and uh yeah i think uh the virus has come along to to show us a lot about uh leadership and who's good at it and who's not um who's effective and who isn't um which leads me to my next topic, which is money, because I know a lot of people are are having to ask these serious questions about their financial situation due to this coronavirus kind of shutdown. Um, and it didn't affect everybody in the same way. Uh, some people kept their jobs. Some people were able to shift pretty easily to working from home. I'm one of those people. Um, and then other people lost their income for two months, three months. So here's the thing. If you're troubled about money, and I have been for most of my adult life, <laughs> to be fair, uh, let's be clear. Um, I, I'm i a female who decided to be a film major in college, which uh, did not strike a lot of uh, joy from my parents, mostly my mom. She just was not into it. Um, and so it was a feast or famine existence and it has been in the last 10 years where social media has become a thing and now everybody wants what I am on their staff they want a storyteller they want somebody who can do video they want somebody who can edit they want somebody who can create a narrative they want somebody to uh you know be creative so it's interesting because when I studied, of course, all I wanted to do was make movies in theaters. But, um, you know, that just, I didn't realize how difficult and challenging that would be. And I didn't realize that 
you know, unless you had some connection and that's not an excuse, but if you didn't have some clear cut connection or, um, some way to just sort of attach yourself to the system, it was going to be extraordinarily difficult. And not only that, if you wanted to make a certain type of project and be in control and be in charge of it, all of those different things, it's like all of those elements are nearly impossible. Um, because you could get in, but you could just be making, I'm sure there are people who have made a ton of projects that they didn't care for, but they wanted the money. They needed the money. I just did it with terrible jobs and I've had a bunch of terrible jobs and a bunch of terrible bosses. And, uh, you know, a lot of times the money just really wasn't there. So I'm not speaking just on Corona, but if you're frustrated with your money situation right now, people always assume money fixes money problems. And that's not true. Yes, money will help, but whatever issue you have, which has led you to not having enough money, it won't be resolved because someone gives you $250,000. Say we lived in a magical world and someone just walked around saying, hey, you look like you could use a few bucks. Here you go. So if that were to happen, if someone were to call you out of the blue and say, yeah, you know, I'm looking to invest two hundred fifty k somewhere. Do you know anybody? Do you have an idea? Listen, it all it's all in your head. It's all in your attitude. Money does not fix money problems. That's why people win the lottery and go broke within two to three years. Because if they were good with money, they would have had money before the lottery. And don't sleep. There are wealthy people who play the lottery and win. (laughs) And uh, they just have more money. But um, people who win it and don't really know how to manage money and don't bother consulting uh, professionals to help them with it tend to not keep it. And so what I mean by money doesn't fix money problems, it really is there's something going on with the way you think and how you go about earning your money and how you see your value in the marketplace. You know, I think um, especially as women and as we get older and, you know, we reach our 40s and 50s, a lot of women are expecting to settle in in some kind of way. You know what I mean? Like if you're married, your kids are older Uh, they're going to college or they're graduated from college or whatever, you're trying to settle in. But a lot of times life doesn't work that way. Uh, You might get sick. Your spouse might get sick. uh, You might get into an accident. Some, your husband might get an accident and you have to become a caregiver. Uh, You might get divorced. Um, The person you thought you were marrying or you were with is not the person that you thought they were and you split suddenly, you know, there, there are a myriad of things that happen. Um, and you may be on a path that you weren't prepared to be on. Um, that's, that's what happens. So it's not really worrying about, you know, amassing instant cash. You really have to sit down and decide what your value is. What is your skill set? Um, And I got this advice from my cousin probably 10 years ago. He lives in Chicago. Great guy. And he basically was like, you need to get great at something and people will pay you. So you have to decide what it is you're great at and then make people pay you for it. Um, You'll never get wealthy being an employee. You just won't. That's 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 not how wealth works. If you get a paycheck, you may get a good paycheck. You may make two hundred thousand dollars a year, but that's a salary cap on you. Um, because I can guarantee if you're making $200,000 a year, your boss is making 
a lot more than that. You know, it's just like the NFL, these players, you know, yeah, you just signed a $250 million contract. That lets you know how much your money, how rich your boss really is. Because if he can afford to pay you that, what's he pulling in? So you're never going to get rich being an employee. But that doesn't mean you can't maximize your value out in the workforce. So figure out what you're great at uh, and get better at it. Every chance you get, add to that skill set. And before you know it, you'll be a valued commodity because you'll be able to do things that nobody else can really do. And, and you'll be a valuable resource wherever you're planted right now. And that doesn't mean you can't move on, but it does mean that they'll think twice before letting you go because you're valuable. Um, and you just have to hone your skill set, get that confidence, figure out what it is you're great at and become indispensable. And then start shopping yourself around and see what what market value is more the more women I talk to and I was this person too the more women I talk to the more I realize the a lot of why we don't get paid what we should get paid and I'm not going to say this is the sole reason for income disparity but it's a big chunk of it we're willing to just be like oh you okay you want to pay me 75,000 okay I'll take that when you know the window was as high as 90 and we're, we just duck out, you know, as soon as the first offer comes, we're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds, I can live with that. I don't want to bankrupt the company or anything like that's ridiculous. We undervalue ourselves all the time in the workplace, you know, make them tell you what the window is, get, get an idea of what, what the negotiation is and approach it like a negotiation. But before you do all that, make sure your skill set is where you need it to be to command that money and have a clear vision of how much money you want to make a year and what you do that will make a business person look at their their um, finances and say, oh, I have to have this person at this price point. You know, that's how it works. You know, you just you have to make people see the value in having you and know how much you're worth. So, you know, really. And that's that's just on the employee side. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, it's totally different. It's like the wild, wild west. And I'm a little bit of both. I am currently an entrepreneur that has to work full time (laughs) because I have people that rely on me and I have to pay my bills and that whole um not having enough money to cover everything and not knowing, you know, who's going to pay me and who's going to, you know, say they don't need my services. I, I, I'm not at a point right now where I can humor that, but you know, it is the wild, wild west. If you're an entrepreneur, because your business is what you say it is. And it's, it's a lot harder. If it were easy, everybody who ever said, Oh, I wish I could work for myself would do it, but it's not easy. So that we'll cover that in another podcast for this podcast. Just know that money doesn't fix money problems and uh, you need to work on your attitude, how you're approaching it, what what you bring to the table and don't get discouraged or frustrated. Just stay confident in your vision uh, about what you want and it'll work out for you. It always does. The problem is we tend to focus on the stuff we don't want and I'm not trying to pair it the secret here. The secret has value, um, but it's not a secret. If you 
stare at something nonstop and that's all you think about, that's what you're going to that's what you're going to experience. It's like when you're driving a race car, they teach you when you're about to crash, don't stare at the wall. Do everything in your power to stare at the track because if you stare at the wall, you're going to hit it. But if you stare at the track and where you want the car to go, you won't crash. So, you know, that's good life advice. That's the way life is. If you're whatever you're staring at is where you're going. So, you know, if you're staring at, I'm going to go into bankruptcy, I'm going to go into bankruptcy. Then yeah, that's where you're headed. But, you know, you don't have to do that. You don't have to crash. Focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. Decide what you're great at. Get greater at it. Decide the value of that and then head out to the market. You are worth what someone will pay you. And to me, you're priceless. But I know we got to pay our bills, so put a price on it. (laughs) That's my message for Thursday. I hope it helps somebody. Uh, Stay encouraged. And, you know, if you need to make significant life changes, make them. I I have been... Listen, I have been in that situation and it wasn't a virus going on and there wasn't a lot of uh, empathy. There were definitely no commercials on TV. Do you need help? Do you need to delay your car payment? It was nothing like that. So hang in there. Tough times don't last. Tough people do.